I'm Tanner Olson, and this is the Walk a Little Slower podcast. Here we talk about hope and heaviness, creating and continuing joy and sorrow, life and God, questions and answers, and everything in between. This is a podcast where you were invited to slow down, to lean in, to hold fast, and to eventually, to eventually keep going. Welcome. Welcome back to another episode of the Walk a Little Slower podcast. It's me. Well, you know, it's me, Tanner, (laughs) your host. And I am just happy to be here. And I'm just happy that you are here as well. I I gotta be honest, it was weird last week not releasing an episode of the podcast. Again, we're going to this new format of every other week with the hope that these podcasts would become a little bit more, well, have a little bit more depth to them and not just like this quick, five, six, seven minute, although there still might be some quick five, six, seven minute episodes. I just wanted to give a little bit more time and for y'all to to catch up. There's a lot of episodes up there and I don't want to keep weighing you down with episode after episode after episode. But I also have some exciting news. Uh, I've got a couple of friends and we've been talking, as friends do, about starting a podcast. And we've recorded two episodes. They went really well. I had a lot of fun on the episodes, and I think we're going to release it uh, in the next couple of months. So just keep an eye out. I'm not going to tell you who the friends are just yet, but I think you're really going to enjoy the conversations that we we, we recorded uh, and that we will keep recording. So keep an eye out for that. Um, one of my favorite things to do with, well, as a writer, as an independent writer, is work with my friends. Um, for the last little over a year now, I've been doing events alongside my friend Blake Flatley. Blake is a singer-songwriter, a musician, theologian based out of California. He works for an incredible organization called 1517, uh, and he runs the whole music side of things over there. But he and I have been doing shows, and we've done a bunch of them by now. Um, We've gotten to be all, all around the country. We're in Oklahoma. We've done I think we've been in Texas, we've been to St. Louis, we've been to Virginia, we've been to Florida, we've been to Wisconsin, I think we've been to Wisconsin, Michigan for sure. Anyways, we've been a bunch of places and we're continuing to go a lot of places, but we were most recently in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And I gotta be honest, I did not know what to think about Fort Wayne. I'd been there once, twice before, but never really spent a lot of time in this in the town. That place is fantastic. The people of Fort Wayne, absolutely wonderful. Is it going to be on your vacation list? Probably not. But if you find yourself there, it's a good spot to be. Great people, great food, a lot of kindness. Uh, But Blake and I, we had several events there. uh, Set up and hosted by our good friend Stan. Shout out to Stan. Stan put together about seven events for us in two days. We did... uh, We were at a school. We were at a men's Bible study. We were at another school. Uh... We did two evening shows, one a house show, which was an awesome show, uh, and then we did one at a coffee shop called The Tall Rabbit there, and it was a, a packed out 
coffee shop was fantastic. We loved it. But while we were there, and this is one of my favorite things about traveling, is is when you travel, and you, I think you should travel, that's when you begin to find stories. I've learned, and, and this is one of the things the pandemic taught me, is you don't find many stories being in your house. But when you get out of your house, when you go into new places and step into new rooms and get around new people, that's when the stories really, that's when they really come out. And while I was in Fort Wayne, I stumbled upon two stories uh, that I'd like to share with you on on this episode. Um, And the first one is titled Childlike Faith. And it comes from one morning we were were asked to do chapel at a a school, a Lutheran school in Fort Wayne. And uh, I got to to give the message. Blake played played some music. And then in the afterwards, we got to talk with some of the students about creativity and, and what it means to be a poet and a writer and, and a musician. And, and I got to tell you, the, the questions that, that fourth and fifth graders ask, they, they, should, they should be the ones who host podcasts. They should be the ones who do TV interviews. They should be the ones who interview presidential candidates and all those things. They ask them the best questions, but we're not going to get into that right now. But I want to tell you, I'm going to tell you the story uh, titled Childlike Faith, and it goes like this. Their two fifth grade girls were given the task to pray during the chapel service that I had been asked to speak at. And both girls held a small slip of paper in their hands with their prayers scribbled on it. Their hands weren't shaking. They didn't seem nervous or even apprehensive. One at a time, they stepped to the microphone, stood as tall as they could, and looked out at 300 of their classmates and teachers to pray. And the first girl's prayer sounded something like this. Dear God, thank you for this day. Thank you for our friends and family. Please be with all those who are sick. Amen. And then the other girl stepped up to the microphone and prayed. They went something like this. Dear God, thank you for this day. Thank you for our teachers and pastors. Please be with all those who aren't feeling well. Amen. That was it. Two short, beautiful prayers. And God heard every word of their short prayer. The girls, they took a few steps back away from the microphone and huddled close together as the pastor came forward to lead the school in the Lord's Prayer. And I didn't close my eyes. I kept my eyes open and my head up. I watched as the two girls smiled. They were so proud and full of unending joy. They had led the entire school in prayer. One of the girls jumped on her tippy toes, bouncing with gladness. The other girl quietly clapped her hands together. Then they gave each other the cutest high five that I've ever seen. It was soft. It was quick. Like the prayer that they had just led us in. And I wondered, in that moment, I wondered what God thought about their celebration. I wondered if that's how we are supposed to end our prayers. I wondered if Jesus ever gave the disciples a high five. And I wondered if this is what it's like to have childlike faith. And I think it is. I do. The next day, that was the first day that we were in Fort Wayne. We did like four events that day. It was fantastic. It was it was amazing. I I don't know if you know this about me, but I love being with people. I love sharing poetry. I love telling stories. I love getting to be with people and seeing how words can can move them and change them. I just love sharing poetry. I love my job. All that to say. Anyways, the next day. The next day wasn't as busy the first day. The first day we did like five events. The second day we only did a few. But we went to a a high school, Concordia High School in in Fort Wayne. 
and we, and we, we spoke with, with some students during um, lunch and learn is what they call it. So during their two lunch periods, they could, they could eat and then come hang out with, with Blake and I. And, and, and what we did is, is Blake shared a song, I shared a poem, and then we talked a little bit, little bit about what we do, and then we offered them uh, space to ask any, any questions that they would ask. And, and a lot of the questions that we were asked were, were you know, like, uh, how do you write a poem? How do you write a song? How long does it take you to write a poem? How many poems and songs have you all written? You know, what are what are these um, tour dates like? What do you guys do for evenings of music and, and poetry? You know, how do you write a book? All these, all these great, great questions. But there was one question that we were asked that we didn't really know how to respond to. And, well, let me just read, read for you what I wrote. A hand went up in the back of the room. Every seat was taken by a high school student with a few teachers scattered around. I was there alongside my friend Blake, leading a conversation about music, poetry, and walking with Jesus. We had been asked a handful of questions about writing, finding inspiration, and how to find the courage to release our work into the world. But this question was different. It wasn't one we expected. And maybe maybe that's what made it such a good question. How do you handle burnout? How do you handle burnout? Asked the young man in the back row. Blake and I, we looked at each other and, and he responded first, reminding the student how we were created for rest and how it is required if we want to move forward. Blake spoke openly about how he's wrestled with burnout, learned how we cannot do it all on our own and that we need to lean on others as we navigate life. He said something along the lines of when we keep on working without rest, we are way less productive. And the students around, they nodded their heads in agreement. And as Blake finished, he asked the student if what he had said was helpful, if it made sense. And the young man, he shrugged his shoulders and kindly said, not really. It's a brave thing to raise your hand and ask a personal question while surrounded by a room full of people. I can count on one finger the number of times I have asked a personal question in front of my classmates. It was seventh grade. I had just grown my third armpit hair and was feeling quite bold. I asked a teacher how I could make it to the NBA. And as soon as the words left my mouth, I heard snickering bounce off the walls around me. I felt my face turn red and my body grow warm. My serious question was only heard as a joke. It's, fr- it's a frustrating thing to be misunderstood. It's a hard thing when you don't have the language to express how you're feeling. And I didn't want the, the young man to feel that way. I didn't want him to feel the way that I felt. I didn't want him to think that he wasn't making sense or that he was the only one who felt the way he felt. I didn't want him to shy away from asking his questions in the future. So I asked a follow-up question. Are you tired? He shrugged his shoulders and bounced his head the way you bounce your head when the answer is yes and no. So I asked, do you feel like you can't catch up? He gave the same answer once again. We weren't getting any closer. We were getting further away, and you could feel his frustration from across the room. Is there another way you can ask your question? I asked him. He said, not really. You know what? Never mind. It's it's okay. Really? And he was gracious, trying to get the attention off himself, but it was too late. One of his classmates swiveled in her chair and asked him if he was depressed. And before he could respond, I told him how he would love to chat more after we were finished. He nodded his head and gave a half smile, happy to have the attention off of him. 
Blake and I, we answered a few more questions, and then, out of nowhere, the bell rang. Every student gathered their belongings and rushed out the door for the next thing. The young man, he was gone before we could call him over. And it's been a few days, and I cannot stop thinking about what he meant by burnout. I cannot stop replaying the conversation, thinking I could have said something different. I cannot stop wondering if, well, if anything we offered was helpful or just a hindrance. In one way or another, I hope he gets his answer. And I hope he continues to ask his questions. Well, that'll do it for this episode of the Walk a Little Slower podcast. Thank you so much once again to Stan, to Bruce, to Jan, for everyone who helped put together the events for us in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Blake and I, again, we had a blast while we were there, and we cannot wait to come back next year. If you're listening to this and you're interested in hosting Blake and I for an evening of music and poetry, we'd love to come to your church, your school, your living room, uh, your local coffee shop. We'd love to talk to you about it. So so please don't don't hesitate. Send me an email, written to speak at gmail.com. And I'd love to, to, to start a conversation about what that might look like. Um, Anyways, that'll do it for this episode of the Walk a Little Slower podcast. If you're not following along with my my socials, uh, please go ahead and do that. Check out writtentospeak.com and you can find all the links to, to all the things there. Like I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, we've got a new podcast coming. More time for your ears. But I'm excited about it and I will share more information with you when, when the time is ready. Um, anyways, thank you again for being here. Much love. We'll be back in another week or so. Take care.